you know what this means? It means that this damn thing doesn't work at all. You're listening to Shattered Order's Out of Order Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Out of Order Podcast. The podcast where we do a little extra stuff that doesn't fit into our normal schedule, which is a good thing. And uh, yeah, so here we are. I'm Goodnight Punk, back from vacation. Uh, I w- almost said thankfully, but I think I'd rather be in the Caribbeans right now. But uh, <laughs> what's up, Wink? Wink is here with me. How's it going? Uh, I am doing fantastic. Uh, I am ready to talk about a ship. Uh, we have a couple awesome guests on. CG Mandalorian, a.k.a. Chris, and CG Arak Corey uh, from Capital Games. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Going great. Glad to be here. All right, so Arak, you've been on with us before, but Chris, you have not... So, uh, Corey, why don't you tell us, remind everyone what you do, and then, Chris, you can uh, tell everyone what you do. Uh, Yeah, so um, I'm CG Orok. Call me Corey. Uh, Basically, my job day-to-day is uh, balance design. Uh, I'm an associate game designer. We're primarily on anything that... Anything the players interact with before it goes out live to to players, any characters, ships, events, basically the whole gamut of everything. He's the backbone. <laughs> uh, and I'm Chris. Uh, I'm a game designer here. I mainly make uh, ships, ship kits, but then any anything ships related, like with all the PVE content and stuff that we recently did. Um, so yeah, ships is my thing. Cool. You've been pretty busy lately, then. Yes. <laughs> But it's been good. It's been awesome. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the questions. We're going to be talking about, uh, correct me on the pronunciation if I am incorrect on this. Is it Zondu Blood? Xanadu. Xanadu Blood. Okay. Xanadu Blood, which is Cad Bane's ship. Um, so what was your first uh, development process whenever you realized this was going to, this was the ship you were going to be doing? Uh, you know, what were the first things you looked at? Was there like any... Star Wars lore that you specifically look to for ideas, or uh, just kind of tell us what that process was like. Yeah, definitely. Um, we we tend to always try to look up as much lore stuff that we don't know already. So, like with Xanadu specifically, we were going back and watching Clone Wars episodes and uh, making sure that we we had every bit we needed to make it as as close to the lore as possible. We always want to keep yeah with anything ships and characters as as thematic as can be. Um, so yeah, we, we, we did all the research we could, um, to, to make it what it is. So question on that then, what, how do you research? Do you just get, hang out in the office and watch Clone Wars? <laughs> Actually, yeah, sometimes that's part of it. Uh, we'll, we'll look up the actual episode, watch the episode. Um, I'll jump around a bit so I'm not just sitting there watching an entire episode of Clone Wars, even though I'd love to do that. Um... <laughs> And then, like other people too, like uh, like other people in the office who, um, well, generally, if somebody had a favorite character, a favorite ship, whatever it is, talk to them. Like, what do they like about it? Like, what what's the thing in, in the lore that stands out to them? Just to to get even more. Yeah, historically, like anytime there's something, anytime there's a character or ship or anything that we create. 
there's definitely someone in the office who's got that as a favorite character or ship or whatever. So going to the person who loves it first and seeing why they love it and what they really expect of it is a good is a good starting point. Yeah. Makes sense. So here's a question I came across when I was looking up Cad Bane and his ship, right? It looks like he actually has two ships. So I'm curious, what is the... Uh, did they come to you and say we wanted to make Cad Bane's ship? Or did they say, is it Xanadu Blood? Like, how do you pick between... I guess he has Xanadu Blood and he has a cargo ship called Sleight of Hand. So how do you pick the ship for a character who has multiple ships? Um, well, for this one specifically, the initial one was Xanadu. Um, and I think we tend to go with what's... Um, more popular, what people will recognize more. Um, when I saw Xanadu, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, his ship from Clone Wars. When I saw Slide of Hand, I'm like, I don't really remember that. Where, where was that again? So definitely one that's the the more uh, coveted or the one that's more fan favorite, I think is what we tend to go with. Yeah, I think part of that question was just because the uh, you just came out with that new event with the scoundrel ships or more of the cargo type ships. So I was just curious you know, if that was ever an idea. Gotcha. Um, all right. So uh, as far as like the development with this ship, you know, like you mentioned, we just had the uh, the other ship come out that introduced Breach, uh, boss ship. Now, what goes into creating new buffs? And especially like if it's a character specific, uh, you know, I guess Breach started out as that ship specific, but now Zonadu Blood you know, incorporates that buff or that debuff as well. Uh, what do you look at whenever trying to come up with new buffs or debuffs? And specifically, how do you decide this ship is a good ship to add this to? Um, for this instance, we were trying to just give, uh, especially since ships is is rebranded and, and there's a lot of room to work with. We really wanted to give something that was like specific to the bounty the bounty hunter faction, something that could could bring some kind of faction identity to them. Um, and that's where we came up with Breach. We're like let's do let's do a new debuff um, that's specific to bounty hunters that's that really like makes this faction shine. Um, so that's kind of just it just starts out as let's try something new and and what would be impactful and, and what would help this faction. So that's, yeah, that's basically where it starts. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, too, that, uh, you know, Breach, if you just have Houndstooth in there, Breach does the, just the two uh, minuses to the opponent, right? But now if you add in Cad Bane ship, you get a third one with offense, correct? Yes. So there's something kind of like uh, stacking on there to make it even better to have these guys together. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a good combo. <laughs> I could see that for sure. So, does the rework to Cad Bane affect your design? Like, uh, were the two always side by side, or was it something that ended up happening and uh, had to change the way you were designing the the shipper at all? Um, not not specific. Sometimes, sometimes that's the case. Um, we always try to do a little bit where. Um, I'll put the character and the ship side by side and, and make sure there's something, if it fits, there's something that like connects them so that you feel like it's not just this arbitrary ship, but it, it, it feels a little bit like the character. Um, but sometimes that's not the case if it doesn't really fit or if there's nothing specific from the character that the bounty hunter faction needs in ships. Um, so for this one, it, there wasn't too much comparison. I think, I think the closest thing to it was the um, double attack on basic. Um, 
But yeah, there's definitely other times in kits where we try to make them, or something something fits better, we try to make them more connected. Makes sense. So uh, the Houndstooth is already been pretty big in the meta. I mean, I see that ship everywhere. Even like there are people still running it at four stars, which you know is kind of crazy, but it's you know that good of a ship. Uh, where do you see uh, Zonadu Blood fitting in, either with Houndstooth or just in the meta in general? So, I mean, the, the Xanadu Blood, our goal initially was basically just to make sure that the Houndstooth and Xanadu Blood paired extremely well. Um, part of the rest of the kit did focus on, um, as you said, kind of compounding with other bounty hunters. So, entering, uh, entering into battle, uh, with the Houndstooth and Xanadu Blood side by side is really like a, a goal that we had. We wanted to be able to assure that those ships could appear together and really perform when they do so, um, but that it also wasn't necessary for the Xanadu Blood to have to have the Houndstooth at all times, even though it'd probably be a great option since Houndstooth is uh, such a great ship. Uh, but other than that, uh, we really tried to make it so that it had uh, some really tight interactions with Breach and with other bounty hunters, uh, and then some more broad interactions, i.e. target lock and, uh, and double tap and things like that, that, that can work with other effects that are present in the ship's meta and kind of, kind of spread its, useful, its usefulness and utility out across the, uh, the rest of the ship's meta as well. Very nice. Well then, the so then, do you think it'll be more as powerful with Houndstooth as without the way that the kit's built? I think that you'd be, you'd probably be inclined to bring Houndstooth with it, just because Houndstooth is such a powerful tank. Uh, if you weren't bringing Houndstooth, you'd probably still want someone in the tank role, so it just makes sense to bring the Houndstooth if you're going to bring Xanadu at all. Um, but as you, as you said, the Houndstooth has kind of saturated a lot of the meta out there as well, so um, most people or a lot of people are switching bigs out for Houndstooth, and I think that um, Xanadu just reinforces that strategy. Uh, anytime that you're going to bring Houndstooth, bringing Xanadu is, is a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, and it makes sense in both a, a frontline role and a reinforcement role, but really our initial intention was to, to have someone else out there on the front line with a bounty hunter tag that the Houndstooth could interact with. Yeah, especially since he's the primary source of Breach. Xanadu is the primary source of Breach, so pairing him with Houndstooth fits really well because beforehand, uh, if, if you have a breached enemy, Houndstooth retaunts when he loses taunt. It, it's a much... Uh, much more viable option when Xanadu is, is breaching multiple ships. Yep. Makes sense. Oh, yeah, for sure, especially since that uh, that special in the Houndstooth has a bit of a a cooldown on it. So if you can keep that taunt up using Xanadu, that would be real good. Do you have a uh, favorite capital ship that you like using with Xanadu Blood? Uh, I preferred using it with Tarkin. Uh, I think Xanadu Blood with Tarkin was a great option. Um, the Chimera and the Executrix are both kind of full. Uh, they both they both take up a, a big place in the meta, and they kind of crowd out uh, the Home One and the Endurance right now. Um, so, with a, a damage focused fleet that inflicts a lot of debuffs, it kind of makes sense to put them under Tarkin. Uh, but again, Chimera is another viable option too. Um, both of those options perform fairly similarly on offense and defense is just kind of depending on what you're going up against and really what you prefer or what you have geared 
<laughs> that's, that's a great point too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that kind of goes into the next section we had talking about tactics. And the, the first question I had, just to reiterate your point there, do you believe Xanadu Blood to be more of a reinforcement ship or one you want out there from the starting? Yeah, so again, it, it's undoubtedly a great ship for uh, for starting out. Um, that's what we aimed it for. So I would advise using it in that manner if you're if you're going to use it. Um, but otherwise, if you wanted to use it as a reinforcement and you have a good front line, um, it's a great reinforcement too. Uh, the reinforcement ability really benefits the Houndstooth and really benefits any other scoundrels who who hit particularly hard. Uh, but with the current state of the meta. Uh, and with reinforcements being so impactful as they are, uh, which is one of the primary goals of the 3v3 rework, um, it usually is a pretty tough competition to decide who you're going to bring in for your first and second reinforcements. Mm. Um, we didn't want it to be a requirement to reinforce him in any way, um, which is, again, kind of why we focused on the starting lineup thing uh, and made his reinforcement uh, a very viable option, but not a requirement in any way. Makes sense. Um, so, uh, let's see. It would s seem that, you know, obviously is to synergize really well. But the other scoundrel ship is Boba Fett. Um, he didn't, or not scoundrel, but bounty hunter. Um, like, what was the idea? Because you obviously put that tag in there for a reason. And so there is synergy there. But... Uh, what was the intent there as far as uh, is Boba Fett kind of intended to kind of come in as a reinforcement with them or be as a starter with them or uh, how's what's that connection? Uh, it it, it kind of could be either way. Uh, I think most people run Boba as a reinforcement because his reinforcement ability is is really good. Um, I think we preferred to run him continue to run him as a reinforcement because he comes in uh, does all his awesome reinforcement shenanigans and then he's benefiting from already breached targets um so yeah he he definitely fits in with the rest of them especially with um xanadu's ability like when breached when enemies are breached um bounty hunter allies deal additional bonus damage to them so with boba just hitting everybody and hitting multiple times he's doing multiple hits to their to their max health which is crazy. Uh, so I think, you know, we liked it. We liked it in the sense of like breaching a team and then having Boba come in and, and just do work. <laughs> yeah, and again, in that in that competitive reinforcement meta, it really made sense to have to have Boba, who is already a very competitive reinforcement, continue doing what he does. Exactly. You can have a, a great frontline ship paired with Xanadu and Houndstooth, uh, and then still have Boba come in and kind of sweep the, across the board with his AOE hit. Uh, hit breach targets mm -hmm. or uh, act as a, a second taunt off for a second. Um, he he really paired well with the multi-hit synergy on his basic and uh, Xanadu's unique. So it, it could go either way, but being a powerful reinforcement like he is, uh, that's where we primarily ended up using Boba. So if, if Boba were to come in as a reinforcement, you're leaving a third spot there. Now, I know a lot of people like to use Thai Vanced or the Thai Fighter, but did uh, Lando's Millennium Falcon have any spot in there because of the Scoundrel synergies? Did you guys test that? I love Millennium Falcon. Uh, Lando's Millennium Falcon is a, is a great ship that I prefer to use on reinforcements. Um, I don't think I'd use it as an upfront 
uh, attacker just because it's got such a powerful reinforcement bonus that if you if you know that you can last a few turns into that battle or a few reinforcements into that battle the Millennium Falcon can come and just clean up the rest of the battle um, and it also acts as a very good counter to the Houndstooth it's got a uh, dispel that deals with a lot of damage it's got the ability to pick up a bunch of buffs that are present on the battlefield when it comes out so uh, it makes sense as a reinforcement to me more than it made sense as a uh, as a starting lineup in any way I I was actually more inclined to use uh, Vader's TIE Fighter just like you guys were saying uh, the TIE Advance is just so powerful um, and its ability to keep target locks up there and allow the the spreading of all those effects to kind of stay there uh, since Xanadu is interacting with target locks in addition to breaches um, it it benefits from having more targets up or target locks up for longer and then that plays into the strategy of reinforcing boba very early so that you can get an ability block against uh, the enemy team and also get that extra damage against uh, target locked enemies with your uh, special yeah, and, Makes sense. and according to Xanadu's uh, special, if if Ty advances out there putting in the target locks, every one of them that he hits with that special is going to get breach as well, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So you're just wow. another way for you to get out breach if it's not hidden. Yeah, the TIE Advance is a very strong ship, and that unique is an extremely powerful ability. So anytime that you can have more target locks up and they stick around for longer, um, it's usually a good thing. Even if you're not bringing Xanadu, I mean, typically the meta has been kind of run by that, especially since 3v3 has come out. If you've got, if you've got TIE Advanced and he's maxed out, uh, the option is usually I'd like to run him. Nice. Uh, so I got a question about Xanadu's unique ability so bounty hunter allies deal bonus damage equal to 10 percent of the target's max health when damaging breached enemies so if boba comes in and he has uh retribution mm -hmm. and his basic ability you know reattacks like so by its target locked and breach how it can triple tap will you get that bonus three times yes yep. you will that's that is a huge damage increase to those counters. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, again, another reason that Boba as a reinforcement makes even more sense now. Yeah. Yeah, that is super cool. Any other combinations you guys came across that were interesting? Um, I think the Xanadu, when paired with the Houndstooth and the um, Slave 1, made the most sense. It fits into other teams, and it's a fairly fast ship. Um, but if you're going for a like a target lock fleet, um, you're usually going to be running uh, faster ships like the Ties, along with the Tie Advanced. Um, I think Xanadu works well with any fleet and has a, has a good reinforcement bonus, again, if you're using those scoundrels like the Millennium Falcon. Um, but he doesn't shine quite as much as he does when he's placed with other bounty hunters. Well, uh, we're kind of reaching the end here, but I want to ask one more question. Do you have any last tips or tricks you want to divulge to the player base before they start theorycrafting in the whole community there? Hmm. I think we gave away a lot of the good stuff. Again, the, uh, the Millennium Falcon, the pristine Millennium Falcon, like you said, it's a great ship. If you can get your hands on it, if you work on farming it, um, I don't think you'll be let down, not only because it works great against Houndstooth, but it works great really in any fleet as a, as a very viable reinforcement. When paired with, uh, when paired with the Xandu Blood, 
it does well. But again, with when paired with anyone, it tends yeah. to perform well. It's um, a powerhouse. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a very strong ship with, with some very strong abilities. Um, as far as the Xanadu Blood goes. Um, yeah, I'd say that bounty hunters are, are looking very strong right now, so I don't think that anyone's going to be let down by trying to invest in, in Xanadu Blood and Houndstooth. And one nice thing about that is Cad Bane is a galactic war character that's been around forever, so he should be pretty easy at gear. Most people probably already have him 7 stars, so that's a pretty big bonus, you know, if you're going to go the route of this ship, unlike Bosk's ship, that, you know, is a lot slower farm for people. Most people could already have Cad Bane or get him pretty quickly without much effort. So that is a huge bonus. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, didn't have it before, it's, it's worth picking him up now. Yeah, I was going to say, that was that's a good question for some of our newer listeners that might be looking for a ship that uh, they're going to be able to get and a character that they're going to get early and how well that character can help in ships early. So you see... Not so much in-game, but early game players using this ship and it giving them success, even if it don't, they don't have Houndstooth. I think the Houndstooth is, uh, if you if you got the Houndstooth Marquee, then this is a great option to pair it with. Uh, if not, you'd probably still be aiming for an early tank. Uh, a lot of the meta is, is kind of set up on you getting a tank out early, so uh, Biggs is an option. Um, if you have Houndstooth, then I would definitely go... Uh, as far as you can and as deep as you can on Xanadu early on so that you can kind of set up that Bounty Hunter synergy early um, rather than going for something just to, to hold you over until you get to the end game. Nice. Ho hopefully the uh, Xanadu blood helps squash the bugs in Arena. <laughs> I think you guys will be uh, very excited to use it against them. We found uh, great success when using it against Gen Oceans. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Awesome. Well... Chris, Corey, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us. We appreciate Look it. Look forward to seeing uh, where this ship winds up here in the next few weeks. Indeed. And hopefully we'll have you guys back on the future to talk about who knows what else. Yeah, who knows? Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All, right, All right, thanks, thanks guys. guys. And to everyone listening, we'll catch you next time. Later.